You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Need a bigger, bigger boat. boat. Need a bigger table. For yeah, oh, and, and we, we'll show. be able to use a bigger table once we get this thing out of the room. Yeah, once we don't have a bed. Have, <laughs> this is our first time recording not at Jeff's. Yes, which is, which is weird. We're now. <laughs> Sarah and I've been joking. We call this Harper's Nest. <laughs> so we're we're broadcasting from the nest. Oh, I like that. Yeah, like we're like we're shield agents. Ira and the douche. <laughs> Ira and the douche. It's from uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, is that what it was? That's the yeah. name of the the, uh, the the show that they do. That's great. Oh yeah, that's right. Amy Poehler's husband. The uh, no no no. It, it's, no it's one the of the radio. Is, one of them is Amy Poehler's like real life husband. <gasps> You're kidding or boyfriend or is whatever. Is it the douche? Yeah, I think it's the douche. Oh god, that guy's ugly. Yeah. Well, they started off. I think they started off doing the Upright Citizens Brigade together. Ah, well, that would make that's, sense. And that's where they came from. It's a not like talent. Amy Poehler's gorgeous or anything. You know what? I hear a lot of people say that they that, that they think she is. Oh, you, oh, you know who I was talking about? Oh, <laughs> we were Tina five, Fey? five minutes into Tina the new uh, one, and we're already talking about Jeff. But no, I was talking about Jeff. I was telling Jenna how um, he thought Megan Mullally was attractive. Really? Like, what? Wow. He was like, oh, yeah, man, something about the voice. I don't think I'd be able to get over that. <laughs> yeah. He in fact, the voice it. is one of the most unattractive things. That's what I'm saying. Wow. It was a, it was a plus up for him. That's that's weird. That is weird. So this is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. <laughs> Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Uh, sometimes they're bad movies. Sometimes they're good movies. Whatever the case may be, every week we will watch a film and then come back here and dissect it, analyze it, talk about it with each other. Mm-hmm. And with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, and you can always talk back to us on Facebook. Just put the editing bay in the search bar. Find that woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that. That's us, and that's where you can talk back. And if things sound a little different this week, um, it's uh, we're, we're in our new studios using new equipment. <laughs> Harper's Nest. Haven't quite uh, uh, gotten all the all the kinks uh, ironed out, but um, it, it'll, it'll sound better in the coming weeks. So Love stick that band. with us, folks. The kinks. The kinks. I can't even think of a song they've done. Uh, you know what? It's funny that you bring them up because they do I, Nights in White Satin. Oh, is that them? No, no. I don't think that's them. Nights in white set. Hey, that's a song you guys should do for karaoke. Like if you ever oh do karaoke, God. you would get booed do, off the do, stage. Do nights in white set because it's like seven minutes long. Oh yeah, and like there's barely ever singing. There's never even any singing. Yeah, no, it's all there's like, instrumentation. There's two or three lines. Uh, Cause I love you. <laughs> uh, we've sat through that before. Somebody has done that while we no. were hanging out at karaoke. So not one of our group, but somebody's done it. before. If you're gonna do that, you got to fucking nail it. Like yeah, you got to yeah. bring it. This is true. Otherwise, you will. Uh, he'll, somebody will come out with that novelty-sized cane and drag <laughs> you off the stage. Chances are they won't. Chances are they won't nail that. Um, okay, so this was my pick this week. It was your pick. Uh, and the reason I wanted to do it is because I've referenced it a million times. Yes. Every time we talk about Danny McBride, I reference one of the lines, and you kind of give me the courtesy laugh, but I can tell, like, you don't know what I'm talking What's about. What's the line? It's the, uh, you who shitheads. I just found these firecrackers in a bathroom. <laughs> Would you like to set them off with me? What do I think it is? I I, I don't know what don't you know. think it is, but I've always referenced that line, and it comes from this movie, uh, and it is Hot Rod. Yay! Starring basically the Lonely Island. It is, and a bunch of SNL alum. Uh-huh. Or I and guess at the time it came out, they were still active. They were still, yeah, they were still in SNL, and the mm-hmm. reason why I wanted to do this is because they have a new movie out called Pop Star, I... Never Stop, Never Stopping. <laughs> Is it getting good reviews? I haven't seen any reviews for it. I was reading an article today about all of the uh, A-lister cameos that are in it. Apparently, uh-huh. they've uh, pulled some favors. Sure. Got a lot of famous people showing up. Not sure if we're going to have uh, people of, of the Tom Cruise's ilk. Right. Well, they're best buddies, though, with like Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, he's, he's one of them. They've got, they've got pull with Miley. They've got pull with the Biebs. 
Uh, and so I know that this all the is, greats, this whole thing, <laughs> all the greats. And when you think of the great musicians of our time, that's right. You think of uh, Gerardo, mm-hmm. who penned Rico Suave, <laughs> or, Millie Vanilli. Or, yes, Millie. But we only can get Millie now, uh, or, or is it Vanilli? Rest I can't remember. I don't remember. Um, and then we've also had uh, what was his name? Cisco, who did the thong song? Oh my gosh! Which yeah. I still think time will tell on that. One. Like the way your booty go. That one. <laughs> Baby, make your booty go. All right, so no, we, we're talking about Hot Rod. Yeah. Which, from what I understand, I haven't done too much research on this movie. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorites, though. And Sarah hadn't seen it. I see why. Uh, and so we watched it. This was before I suggested we do this for the podcast, but mm-hmm. she had never seen it. And I was like, oh my God, this is one of my favorites. You need to watch this movie. And, uh, and sh- she enjoyed it. I think it was because we'd been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Ah, yes. And I was like, you know, there's this movie he did called Hot Rod. You may like it. I don't know. And so, no, she enjoyed it. And that's why I brought it up for this. I, I wish other people enjoyed it as much as uh, you and I did. I, I, I <laughs> so also, you did like it. I also enjoyed this film, man. It is, it's, uh, I understand why people don't like it. And actually, Jenna had seen it before I did. And she was like, oh, it's just something that, um, that I had recommended to her, even though I hadn't seen it. But I was uh-huh. like, oh, check it out. I hear it's funny. You like Andy Sam- Adam Sandberg. You like, <laughs> I just combined <laughs> do, Adam Sandberg. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you like Andy Sandberg. Yeah. You'll, you'll probably like this. It's short. Check it out. And I, I just don't think she was prepared for this type of humor. She wanted uh-huh. something a little, a little, a little straighter. Yeah, and this certainly goes <laughs> this definitely goes off the track all over the place. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, and I think that's what I like the most about it is the yeah. how random it, it is, is and how things come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, I mean, there's still a point. There's still a story. Yeah, but it's 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 very uh, irreverent. Uh, you know, it's it, it nods. It, it does the tip of the hat to people. I think of our generation. Oh, yeah. the, the movies we grew up with. Uh, it's definitely that like we need to save the uh, right. the, the, the the community center. Or we got to save this guy, and the only way we could do it is through this this ridiculous plan. Yep. Um, and so the story behind this is you've got this guy named Rod, mm-hmm. and his father died a long time ago, uh, and now his mother has remarried this guy Frank, yes. who's played by Ian McShane. Ian McShane and Sissy Spacek <laughs> is the mother. And uh, and so he, with this relationship, Frank brings his son Kevin to this. Re- and I I don't remember. I can't tell if. If Kevin is actually the biological son of Sissy Spacek, I think if that's so. the way it's supposed to be, right? Uh, but it's not that they don't have the same father. No. But they have this great relationship with each other. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, Rod wants Frank's respect, and he feels like the only way he could do that is by kicking his ass. <laughs> that is the only way. Hand to hand combat. Yes, and it, and it starts off where he goes downstairs and he's got his like his hockey pads on. Oh no, we're an hockey pad. <laughs> uh, and he tries to fight Frank, and it's just amazing. And so that kind of sets up the plot here. Mm-hmm. We find out that Frank has uh, a really bad heart condition, and he's been on a donor list, but he can't get a donor, mm-hmm. and his time is starting to run out. And Rod comes up with a plan. He doesn't want him to die, so he comes up with a plan to save Frank so he can beat so the shit out of him. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's basically it. Rod, is a uh, he wants to be a stuntman mm-hmm. because that's what his father was. That's right. Uh, and and that kind of sets up the story. That's how we're introduced to him too, uh, in the middle of a uh, of, of a failed stunt. I don't know that does, does he successfully complete a stunt in this movie? No, no, because it's a comedy. No, he should. Well, it depends on what successfully <laughs> completes means. He entertains audiences. There is a part in the in like the montage sequence where they're trying to raise the money, mm-hmm. where he has like he gets blown up from a tower. Oh Jesus! He gets hit by a fucking refrigerator on a rope. Uh, and I would say that those were fairly successful. The fact that he doesn't die That's doing any of this stuff is fairly successful. Yeah, it's kind of got a, a Super Dave Osborne uh, sort of uh, bent to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, 
and I was I was saying this earlier, mm-hmm. and then I kind of got sidetracked in doing a little bit of reading on this movie. That was what I think was the original intention of this was supposed to be kind of a Super Dave movie, and it was a vehicle that was, if if I'm not mistaken, was originally conceived for Will Ferrell. Yes, that's right, uh, and written by somebody completely different who has writing credit, like Pam Brady or somebody who I've, I've never heard of. And, and even in the credits, still has writing credit, but apparently, like they totally threw out her script and rewrote it. Yeah. And I respect that too because there's nothing more jarring than than watching a movie uh, and and saying, like, "Oh, that didn't quite really. Why did they cast that guy as the lead? It didn't quite. They could have got somebody else." And then you find out later, oh, they really wanted fill in the blank. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Phil in the in blank. the blank, <laughs> and uh, he was busy. Phil. <laughs> Uh, but it was, so yeah, so it would have been disappointing to see a Will Ferrell movie not starring Will Ferrell and somebody else trying to do a Will Ferrell impression, or which at least his he style kind of, of humor. does at the very end. Uh, Did he not like invoke? Uh, it was just at the very end when when um, when the Denise character comes over, and it's right before he's supposed to make the big jump at the end, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she goes in to kiss him, and oh. he's like. Wow, your your mouth was open. You were like, Bleh. like that was such a Will Ferrell delivery, mm, yeah. and that's actually what got me reading about this. Like, going, is this was this supposed to be an Andy Samberg movie? And it was the it was the oddest coincidence that to find out that it was supposed to be Will Ferrell. Ah, so and you, you smelled it initially. I, I did. Though, huh? I kind of did, and that I didn't know if that was like deliberate. If I picked up on something that wasn't even supposed to be there, mm-hmm. if, if I'm just brilliant, that had not occurred to us, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that that did not occur to me. <laughs> well, new shit has what's, come to light. What's there. weird is that you did not reference the Big Lebowski half as much as you should have last week when we talked about Twister. Wh- why? Because Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh was in yeah, it. but he was doing so. Oh, you know what? I got a lot of negative feedback, and by that I mean one person who, <laughs> who's a buddy of mine who was like, uh, "I don't think I can listen anymore if, if Joe doesn't like Philip Seymour Hoffman." And I was like, "I, I don't love think he, Philip Seymour." Thank Hoffman. you. I was I like, just I didn't like his character yes. in that movie. Yeah, and I was trying. He was like, "No, I don't think so." Listen back, man. He's ta- he's talking shit about. P- <laughs> P-H-C-S or whatever his name is. P-H-C-S. P- what is it? Philip Seymour? Philip Seymour Hoffman. P-S-H. Pshaw. <laughs> A-K-A. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't think so. I thought you had a lot of, a lot of respect. No, I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. I didn't like him at first. You like that character. When I first saw Twister, I was like, eh. And then I saw like Magnolia, and I thought he was pretty decent in that, but it didn't really, you know, it didn't get me. Those are the first Boogie two movies Nights, you saw I was like, uh, yeah, those were the first the first movies huh? I saw. Right. It was was Twister, Boogie Nights, and Magnolia. Uh, it wasn't until like Big Lebowski where I was like, oh, that's fucking funny. Yep. And then I even liked him in that Mission Impossible movie that he was. Oh the my villain. god, he's so menacing! I thought in he that. was really good in that scary fucking guy. I mean, for... I don't mean for this section of the podcast to be me like apologizing <laughs> to your friend. No, no, no. <laughs> well, well, while we're here, why don't you go ahead and do it, Joe? But look, <laughs> while I verbally fillet your buddy, uh, no, I, I, I'm fine with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay, I good. just didn't like that character. It's clear the air. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, I did. I thought it was quite enjoyable. Uh, and then to see that kind of range, um, and then him to go uh, and do a talented Mr. Ripley. You ever seen that? No. His turn in that. I didn't. That. You know what? I've seen like the first quarter of that movie. It's actually really good. And I've heard that. It's Underrated. not that I haven't like I've been like fuck that movie. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, man. I just haven't taken the time. Check it out. A little creepy. Coming yeah. soon to an episode. No, 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 no. Not even coming Maybe, soon to an episode. I, I don't know. We've talked about To Kill a Mockingbird, so anything is fair game <laughs> That's here. That's good. Yeah, you know what? Even I the was, movie Fair Game. I was, lo- <laughs> I was looking at my list of, of movies trying to pick something. I know we're kind of jumping ahead here. Trying to pick something uh, for next week. Um, and, and I have too many movies on there that I think uh, that I think... You and I both like. Yeah. Uh, it was suggested we do Dazed and Confused. And oh, I was wow. like, that's kind of a classic. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a good flick. But I'm quotable. sure there's some stuff that we can find in it. Uh, yeah. Like this movie, Hot Rod. Hey, <laughs> master of the segue. That's right. Uh, all right, so uh, we've already kind of let the cat out of the bag. I love this movie. I and like it hasn't it changed since watching it this last time. Uh, I thought it was great. So what I want to do is kind of get your point of view as someone sure. who hasn't seen it before. 
I, uh, you know, how did it resonate with you? I like that style of humor. It's very um, so. There's an this movie, as does a lot of today's comedy. Um, how can I say this? Okay, so things can be funny while being completely random, right? Uh-huh. And and we can both agree this movie certainly has has that in droves. Yes. Um, but there's a, there's a level at which. You just saying crazy things and doing crazy things, and I'm supposed to laugh at them because they're so out of left field, can can seem like a cop-out. Like, uh-huh. uh, it's got to be a little more clever. It's got to have something more to it, or it has to have a punchline on top of the punchline. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, this movie nails that. Uh-huh. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's funny to just have him doing his punch dance. In the woods. Oh my god! When he's to getting the, his aggression out. To the music out. from Footloose. It's, <laughs> yes. If you've seen the the feature from the DVD, uh-huh. they actually put side by side the punch dance <gasps> from Footloose and the punch dance from Hot like, Rod. Is it and straight on? Yeah, it's pretty much straight on. Wow. I mean, as much as it can be. Right, right. <laughs> Andy Samberg can't start doing like professional gymnastics, but he's doing like cartwheels and Although stuff. Although they do have a stunt double they in do, there. They do. He's doing. The, uh, at one point, he's doing the quarter horse. <laughs> yeah. Whereas in Footloose, Kevin Bacon's doing like the the parallel bars or yep. or whatever. Yep. Uh, no, it's really funny. They just kind of play them side by side, and you're like, holy shit. Like, where suddenly he has, like, booze and a cigarette in his hand. <laughs> yes. It's straight from Footloose. And just when you think it's gone on too long, he he, he falls. <laughs> For... And then falls. Uh, such a long amount of time. continues to fall. I think the, the, the count was 47 seconds he's falling down. <laughs> and it's just various shots of him rolling down. It doesn't even look like he's trying to save himself, obviously. No. I mean, there's one shot where he's rolling down the hill for a little bit, and then we cut to another angle, and he's just launched. <laughs> he's fucking launched. Yeah, I think they're doing some wire work on some of that stuff. But it comes out of nowhere. The, the story is paper thin, but you're not watching a film like this for the story. You're watching it for the, for the lulls. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, man, I, I'd be lying if I said uh, this movie didn't make me laugh. Yeah, uh, I, I thought I'm not that a liar. It's, uh, it's built on top of, like, you know, they basically use the... The most cliche plot that you can, mm-hmm. but they the way that they treat it, the way that they build on top of it, the way that they put this, you know, uh, the the romantic love interest kind of thing in there. They throw in Denise, uh, played by Isla. Is, Isla Fisher. Is it Isla Fisher? Man, Fisher? I have no idea. Isla Fisher, Isla Fisher. I thought maybe Isla Fisher as well. Okay. Let's then go let's, with that. Let's go with that. Okay. How about uh, <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen's there wife? You go. Are they Ex? married? No, I think they're they're done now. Are they're, they not together anymore? They're donezo. Okay. As the kids say today. <laughs> the hot chick from Now You See Me. There you go. Uh, or uh, Wedding Crashers, right? Or Wedding She's Crashers. She's the nympho who uh, attacks Would you Vince Would you Vaughn. call her the hot chick in Wedding Crashers when Rachel no. McAdams is also in no, it? No, I would not. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's all I'm thinking about. So, no, that that relationship is really fun. And I love how, like, Rod's got his Hulk Hogan t-shirt on. <laughs> and he's, like, inviting her over and telling her about the team. And he's trying to impress her. Mm-hmm. So he's got, like, an engine on this, like... <laughs> Engine crane in his garage, and in his garage, and he notices that she's about to come over. And no, he, he doesn't notice that she's about to come over. He's using a, a mirror. Oh, to like that's yeah, that's flash right. Flash light in her eyes <laughs> to get her attention. She keeps looking up, and like, as she starts coming over, he grabs this fucking hammer <laughs> and just starts hammering the fucking engine as if he's working on it. Uh, what I love about it is the way that. Uh, they take the stereotypical things that like make a dude a dude right. and how he tries and fails fucking horribly mm-hmm. working on an engine, asking a girl out on a date. <laughs> uh, but he still remains like the alpha in his group of friends. Yeah, yeah I know. he's got his crew um, played by uh, Danny McBride, uh-huh. got Bill Hader. Uh-huh. Lot, like I said, a lot of big names. Yorma, in this. Yorma Tacone plays his brother, Kevin. Is that how you pronounce his name? I call him Yorma. Yeah. Like, you say Yorma. I, <laughs> I say Jorma. Jorma. Uh, and, and so, yeah, they play this, this group, uh, and they are, they are Rod's core. They're his, his creative team and they're all the sweetest characters in their own way. 
but they're so incompetent. Uh, you know, training to to do all these things to get ready for the big jump. You know, Rod's like, I'm gonna be have to hold my breath for like for two minutes <laughs> or what is it for 60 seconds? I yep. need to hold my breath for 60 seconds. And like they, they have, and you were talking about like the little random things that they do where mm-hmm. he's like, if I, if I start running out of breath, I'll ring this bell. <laughs> Ding. Ah. And that happens for like 30 seconds. They just go around. But everybody. then on top of it, you've got like Bill Hader's little sister, the character of the little sister. Comes <laughs> I love out. her. She's like, Hey mom wants to know if your friends want punch. Don't ask. Just bring just it. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and and to me, you know, I, I agree with you. You can't just put random things in there and mm-hmm. like let your movie rely on that. Right. But it is some of those random things mm-hmm. that I love the most about this movie. I love when he's telling uh, he's telling Isla Fisher, let's call her Isla, uh, the story of, of his <laughs> okay. father. Now, he was a great stuntman and, and how he died. He he jumped over, what was it? I don't know how many buses or vans it was. He was <laughs> testing it out for, he, for Evil Knievel. He landed on the handlebars. Land, yeah, no, he says, uh, yeah, the, the front tire blew out when he landed. Uh, handlebars went through his head. There's blood everywhere. He just goes on and on. His and his face says, was smashed into a paste. And he says, uh, He died instantly. The next day. The next day. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. I love when they open up on the scene. They're in the backyard, and Danny McBride is just high fiving Kevin and Dave like as hard as he can yeah. over and over and over again. And then he just finishes and goes, That is how it's done. <laughs> and I just like, I want to know what led into that. That or the discussion where he's like, had one of those weird dreams again last night. I was in this castle, and I had to fight all these wizards, and basically <laughs> I just had to punch them all in their faces to kill them, and then the, all their wizard wives came out and wanted me to have sex with them. Yeah. So that was pretty weird. <laughs> Danny McBride is one of those actors, uh, he's like Jane Lynch, where um, everything he's in is 5 to 10% better because he's in it. Like yes. All he has to do is just kind of pop on, on screen, and I'm already laughing. Uh, especially... Um, Near the end, I know we're kind of jumping around here, but it's uh, okay. No, it's it's kind of like this movie kind of jumps so, around. So um, it's it, it's the big climax, and uh, they're, they're, he's going to do his final stunt. He's going to raise fifty thousand uh, dollars by by jumping jumping fifteen fifteen buses. buses that's uh, one which, more than Evil Knievel. Was that it? Yeah, he yeah, was like, that's it's one it was. more than Evil Knievel. And they're walking down the street and they're doing that thing in slow mo where they're in the middle of the street, <laughs> the, just the four the, of them. The song, and then everybody, you got, are you pulling the song up? Uh, oh, I've got to play this ad. Uh, it's making me play an ad. Oh, first. son of a mute it, mute uh, it. No ads on, uh, not unless we're getting a kickback. Uh, but uh, the, the townsfolk, as they're watching them walk by, one by one, kind of start to, there it is, yeah, start to follow them until they've amassed this big crowd that's following them down the street. And John looking, Farnham's You're the Voice. Is that really what it is? Yeah, that's what, what is this is. from? It's just a, from this dude. He, he's an Australian singer. Oh, okay. In it's, fact, there's there's some footage on YouTube of uh, of Coldplay. And they get they start playing the opening notes to the song, and the fucking crowd goes nuts. Really, they're playing a show in Australia, and they start playing just the opening notes of it, uh-huh. and people go they're fucking losing their minds. <laughs> so it's like one of those things. It's like Hasselhoff in Germany. Like this guy is wow. just like huge there. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's, yeah, it's this totally positive song, and the uh, the town folks start following, and then uh, a trio of them start singing the songs, kind of looking up into the air, uh, and it just totally, and then it quickly. Uh, uh, escalates into a, a riot, like and police show up. Riot! <laughs> yes. Somebody throws a Molotov cocktail into a cab. But you've got the couple making out on top of a car. <laughs> car, uh, and then people start looting. Yeah, and so the four of them run away, and they they, they 
kind of regroup and they're like, wow, that was really weird that, how, that, how that happened. <laughs> it yeah. started off so super positive. And exactly. Then just, <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Danny McBride's got a TV that he's holding. But like not scary. at first. Like they all run over. They all show up on this hilltop and they're talking. And then like one shot, we cut back to like this this wide yep. and Danny McBride suddenly has a TV in his hand. He's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's terrible what people do in, in times of crisis. <laughs> you take something so good and so pure <laughs> and then you just twist it. I love him. I'm just glad we all got out with our lives. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, so the uh, the the mission to get Frank his mm, new heart, right? Uh, it it stumbles a few times, you know, where Rod decides, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to earn money, and he takes on all these stunt jobs where he's like blowing himself up right. or, or he's getting hit by refrigerators. And while this is going on, his brother Kevin is filming this stuff, and uh, they end up, you know, hey. We can make a movie. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, uh, uh, Rod walks in and he sees Kevin's working on the computer and he's like, what are you working on, Kevin? And he's like, oh, just this thing. And he turns on the computer and it's just footage of dogs humping each other. And he's <laughs> oh, like, oh, wait, for that's, that's for something, something else. else. <laughs> <laughs> and so he brings up this thing and it's, you know, it's Rod doing his stunts to like some song by Europe. I mean, they are constantly, Europe does like half the soundtrack mm-hmm. of this movie. What time period is this movie set? In? I think it's supposed to be set like now. Really? Because you think of like Jonathan, the 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 Will Arnett character. Okay, seems very right. modern. It That's seems, true. It seems and he's very... driving a modern car. Exactly. Got it. Um, and uh, and so I just think that there's this weird amalgamation of it's almost like it's almost like the weird like screwball comedy version of Batman the Animated Series, <laughs> where it's kind of just a com- combination of everything. Yeah. Um, because at one point they're da- they're dancing to Two of Hearts uh, <laughs> outside, and Rod's talking to uh, to Denise, uh-huh. and he's about to share his feelings for her and mm-hmm. stuff. And we cut back over, and like Kevin's dancing like Dalsam in front of everybody. He's doing the Dalsam clap. <laughs> uh, and uh, from Street Fighter Two. That yeah. yeah. And that's when that's when uh, when Jonathan shows up. The Will Arnett character shows up, who is without a doubt. My favorite character in this entire oh show. Oh my gosh, he he plays douche so well. He's so good. Ira in the douche. He's so good in the Isla Isla Fisher in the douche. And he shows up and he's like, "Hey babe, what's going on? <laughs> Who's this? What are you supposed to be?" And he's like, "A stunt man." Cool. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and and oh, I didn't even mention like Kevin. The Kevin the Kevin character has mm-hmm. always got like heelys. He's always got those shoes. I've noticed. Yeah, rolling on. around. Uh, and so that's when Kevin or that's when Rod pulls out that he didn't want to actually ask her in front of. Jonathan and so he's like who do you think would win in a fight a taco or a grilled cheese sandwich I love that. which ends up coming back later in the mm-hmm. movie uh, but it's it, it, yeah I, I can't pinpoint where this movie takes place I just know that it takes place in a wonderful place in my heart oh yeah nice, nice it, way to wrap it, it. it makes me laugh so much but you know for every Jonathan character there are other characters that ring that you're like oh my god this is fantastic there's the Asian guy that like R- Richardson th- Richardson what the fuck <laughs> I don't know but I love him I you the know, first time we out. see him he's just he's uh... a <laughs> What is he? He's, he's in the public pool. He's in the public pool. They're trying to get people out of the pool because Rod's going to jump the public pool. That's oh, that is the first time we see him. I was thinking yes. like when he starts doing his his oh his no, dance, that's when he dance. first does it though, mm. where they're like Richardson, get out of the pool, and he's like, I'll get out of the pool if you let me join your crew. Not going to happen. You're a tool. He's like, there is no tool in this pool. You can't be part of the crew. You don't do anything. Oh, don't die! And that's when he starts—he starts doing just. He's the just standing against a wall, doing the uh, uh, pumping his hips, and he's got the hugest smile on his face. He's like, "You guys like what you see?" <laughs> no, 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 we don't. Uh, uh, yeah, so there's Richardson. Mm-hmm. There's the AM radio program director, played by uh, oh, his name escapes me right now. Parnell. Yeah, Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell. Amazing. <laughs> and as someone who's worked in radio, who, as someone who works now in AM radio. Yeah. 
Oh my God. Like this is something it's a little close to home. It's so close to home. Like there's so many times where I see radio represented in movies and I'm like, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. This isn't how it works. But this fucking guy who plays, I mean, the way Chris Parnell plays this, this PD is so fucking amazing. He's like, you know, I've, I've sunk the station's last (laughs) $15,000. Really? (laughs) What? Into this jump. And I love, he's like, when people hear me describing it on the radio, I'm like, wow, it's 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 hilarious. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there are fucking people in radio that oh, yeah. are like that. They're just, you know, this whole internet thing's just a fad, and people are going to re- realize that <laughs> yes. AM radio is where it's at, and this will bring back the heyday. <laughs> that's right. This is it, boys. <laughs> this is this our is moment. the one that's going to bring us back. He also has one of my favorite lines in the movie. Um, <laughs> when, uh, after you mentioned earlier, when Isla kisses uh, Rod, uh-huh. a nice passionate kiss oh, yes, right, yeah. right before it, he says, Ooh, I'm not saying that kiss was hot, but if the boner police were here, I'd demand a lawyer. <laughs> lawyer. Uh-uh. <laughs> He's got a couple of great cutaways where Rod does the jump, but he crashes, and he's like, "Rod, Rod is most surely, surely dead. dead. I hope none of his he had. I hope none of his crew had a really bad argument with him earlier today <laughs> because there's. I mean, he's most assuredly passed away, or he's most assuredly dead. Then out of nowhere, when Rod recovers and they they watch the sign and it it does the thing, and they get their fifty thousand dollars, and everyone's celebrating. Fucking Ebenezer Scrooge shows up, <laughs> sticks his head out of a bus. <laughs> He's got a turkey. A, a boiled goose. <laughs> oh, that's a what it is. A cooked goose. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge is here. And, you, and when you think about that, and when you think about that you have to cast that guy, you have to you know get the outfit, you got to get his measurements, you got to get a prop turkey on set. There's so many of those little like throwaway scenes in this movie. You mentioned earlier the taco versus the grilled cheese. Uh, that comes back to play when yeah. he's, he's knocked unconscious. And he's going towards he's, the light. Man, I'm sure he's probably having this really profound experience right now. <laughs> and cut to the white room. He's standing there watching a, a taco. and, a, and It was just like two people in a taco it's, and a grilled cheese it's sandwich. It's probably the two other guys from Lonely Island. It probably it. is. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because they can't afford anybody else. But yeah, right. they can afford these costumes. Joe, this movie uh, cost $25 million to make. And unfortunately, only made fourteen million. Oh no! At the box office, yeah. So I don't know that. When did this come out? Two thousand. Uh, I've got seven? it. Hold on, I've got seven it or eight. IMDb right here. But not that long ago, and I, I I hope it's made its money back. I don't know that it has, but you're not the two thousand seven. Two thousand. Wow! Look at me. You're good. Look at you. You're Sandra Dew. Look at me. <laughs> oh oh! You have no idea how close we came to doing Grease next week. Oh my god! That is not next week's film. <laughs> Just because I didn't want to have to sit through it again. But yeah. someday we will do Greece. Cool. Greece will be the word. It is the word. It's the word that you heard. That I heard. It's got groove. Mm-hmm. It's got meaning. <laughs> Not to me. So about Hot Rod. What else? <laughs> we what? haven't even talked about... Uh, are you going you gonna, to you gonna talk about the cool beans? So? No, please you. You go ahead. <laughs> so, and, and this is, upon my research, found out a scene that almost didn't make the cut. I would understand why it wouldn't. No, yeah, it adds nothing to the film, and is it, it's even far out for this film. Yes, a little bit. Uh huh. Because now we're we're playing with editing a little bit, uh-huh. and so it's like uh, you know this is after the failed um, attempt to make their money off of the off of the film off of the uh, the little video the well, highlight reel that well, Kevin is well, Kevin together. and Rod. Okay, so they they had. No, I'm going to set this up a little bit. Please do. So they yeah they they put a film together and then they they show it. It's a full house. People come to see this thing. They earn all everywhere this money. you look. Everywhere there's a heart, there's a heart. Somebody who needs you. Um, yeah. So they they do this movie and like it's a sell, it's sold out audience, mm-hmm. and on this really little screen yeah. in this theater, uh, and so they're playing this movie, but like it's making a fool out it's of not having the reaction rock. that they intended. But here's here's my thing: mm-hmm. like you've made your money. Let everybody laugh. Right? Let them do whatever. If they oh. think you're an idiot, then they think you're an idiot. You've got their money. So pay for Frank's new heart. It's just pride fucking with him. Uh, 
<laughs> That's pride fucking with you. Fuck uh, pride. And so uh, Rod accuses Kevin of doing it on purpose to try to embarrass him. Right. And uh, and then what? I think it's right after that, mm-hmm. Rod comes home and his mother's up and she has a talk and she's like, look, your father wasn't really a stunt man. He died in a pie-eating contest. <laughs> Wasn't that what it was? Yes. And he's like, Choked what? on a pie. He choked on a pie. But she was like, you just made up all these stories about him being a stuntman that I just kind of, it, it broke my heart. I didn't want you to to do, to do feel like he, he wasn't important or whatever. Academy Award winner Sissy Spacey, Sissy Spacey. by the way, in this role. Uh, and so he goes on this. <laughs> the next shot, he's in a, a liquor store. And he's got like this bad polo shirt on, but with like a tie, a clip-on oh, tie yeah. on it. And he's pushing this the shopping cart, and it's just full of <laughs> Booze. Yeah, and they're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I have to grow up." <laughs> so he's got all this booze. Uh, ends up, you know, breaking the hearts of all of his his crew and of Denise and stuff, and uh, has like a meet Joe Black moment where he gets hit by a fucking car. <laughs> yes. So then he has this makeup scene with Kevin. Eventually, mm-hmm. you know, he he has this deal with Dave where he has to take Dave to the hospital. <laughs> See you later, Mountain Face. <laughs> uh, and so he comes home, and Kevin is in his room singing like. George Michael on a karaoke machine in front of all of his stuffed animals. <laughs> He's got them all lined up there. They're looking at him like an audience. That shot cracks me up every time. And so, like, Rod comes in and he immediately, like, turns off his machine. And they have their little talk. And he's like, right. hey, you know, I'm sorry. Da, da, da. Cool beans. I am too. Yeah. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. I'm sorry. I took all that time to set up this no, thing. No, it's okay. So, yeah, the, the, it, it ends with cool beans. They say cool beans to each other. And then again... And then it just continues, and then it becomes like a rap. So now they're editing, cool, cool, bean, 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 bean. And they're, they each have, di- they're making different faces. It's clearly outtakes. It's just a bunch of different takes. Like, yeah. Like as if Akiva Schaefer was like, do it again. Right. Give me a bunch of different takes on cool beans. And it goes on for like 30 seconds, which doesn't sound like a long time, but it's kind of a long time. But n- again, just this side of, of overstaying it's welcome. Yeah. Just this, to, to make it funny. Um. But uh, I, I liked it. You don't see that in, in many other films. No. Almost no. didn't make the cut. Well, and it's not like... <laughs> I mean, we can't really point to this stuff and go, thank God they left that in there or else this movie wouldn't have grossed as <laughs> right. much as it did. Exactly. Um, what, what what did you think about like the, the outcome of this? Did, I mean, did, were you... Were you compelled by the whole like, I want to save him just so I can kick his ass? No, uh, and, and, that's, and that's the... <sighs> The one weakness that I think this film does have is that it does get kind of caught up in that story a little bit too much and uh-huh. one wants you to care about, which is clearly like like anything can happen in a film like this. And when anything can happen, you uh, it's hard to get emotionally hard to grounded. involved in a story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing to, nothing to ground you there. Uh-huh. Um, so they're playing off the cliche, you know, the raising the $50,000. And I think even so, somebody calls it out like it's a very the convenient con- number. That was Chris Parnell. He's like to raise 50000 to raise the conveniently priced heart surgery. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So they call it out. They make, you know, they break that fourth wall and bring attention to it. So I can kind of forgive it. But there are two... Too many of those moments where it's 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 turning into a real movie. Uh-huh. But I don't I don't know how you not do that and not have. There's got to be some sort of through line in this in this film to and, make it last ninety minutes. And that's what we have. And and I think that I think the through line works just fine. I don't know if I felt like the the weird love interest angle made it more or less successful. Uh, I try to think of how this movie would have worked out if we didn't have the Denise character. Right, not at all. We and didn't it need it. Would have still it would have still been the same thing. Mm-hmm. I uh, think that's one of those things that was probably in the original Pam Brady script and it was just an opportunity to get some eye candy in there. And it's yeah. you know, it's it's like what they say when you're when you're editing a a movie trailer. You got to have uh, 
You got to have a hot chick. You got to have a car chase. And you got to have a gun. Yeah. Like, they don't have to play into the plot at all, but we need those three shots for the trailer. Right. So get it in there somehow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, You were talking about the, the, the cool beans and how it, it goes almost a little too long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What did <laughs> the, the, the Will Arnett... When you know they're getting out of the car, so at one point <laughs> uh, in this yes. movie, Rod tries to call Denise when he when the stunts back on. He's right. like, "I need to call. I want to call Denise." And so he tries to call, and Will Arnett picks up the right. phone, and and he's like, "Hey, will you give Denise this message?" And he's like, "Sure. Wait a minute. Let me grab." Like he goes so far, he does goes out of his thing? way to be a dick. Where he's like, "Wait a minute. Let me grab a pen," right. but he still doesn't. Mm-hmm. And he like, "Okay." He's waving his hand in the air. Go ahead. Yeah. And he's like, "He's like, are you actually writing, or are you just waving your hand in the air?" And he's like, "Rod, you got such an imagination." <laughs> but he doesn't write it down. Uh, and then, like, she comes out and she's like, who is that on the phone? Wrong number. And he, he like, looks at the camera like a, a fucking, he's a, a mustache short of twirling <laughs> it to be, like, this villain. And he's yeah. like, wrong number. Right. You don't, there's no reason for Jonathan to hate Rod as much as he does yeah. just because it's convenient it's for the conflict. Script. Treats him like a dick. Uh the, They go to dinner together earlier in the movie. Oh, I love that. Where Rod asks Haley Duff out on a date. Uh, is that Haley Duff? That's Haley Duff. No way. Yeah, no, that's Haley Duff. Huh. And so, uh, so they, he's supposed when you go on a date, <laughs> you put on a shirt and you ride your bike to the <laughs> date. That's I actually sent that text to uh, to Andrea on my first date with Sarah. Mm-mm. Yeah, my first date with Sarah. I sent that video to Andrea. I'm like, oh. We got our first date, and I sent that video. Did she get it? Uh, yeah, Andrea loves that She's movie. We, movie? T- we talk about this movie constantly. Hmm. Um, so. Well, that's kind of an unfair representation. It's not like we like, hey, I want to talk about Hot Rod for a second. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, they, so they go on this date and she ends up standing him up and mm-hmm. and uh, they start talking about like his father and da da da. You know, Rod's father was a stuntman. Oh, really? And he kind of talks and he's like, that's not important. We really don't have to talk about that. And he's like, good, because I didn't care. I didn't want to talk about it anyway. And then he sees one of his he's brat- like, brothers. Oh, shit, Sully? Is that <laughs> yeah. Sully? Sullivan, babe, I've got to go see Sully. I love he calls her babe. <laughs> so that's what I'm getting uh-huh. at. Like, when she finds out, like they're they're parked, and he's like, "Hey, maybe I'll get some dong bags. We can knock boots later." <laughs> okay. like, he's so disgusting, but at the same time, like there's nothing Will Arnett can do that'll make me hate him. Yeah, like because all I see is I see the blue. Uh, what's his name from uh, from Arrested Development? Oh right, yeah. Uh, uh, and, um, um, fuck, yeah, Bluth. Yeah, not not I can't, not I can't, Michael. I can't. I can't remember. You just hear him saying Michael. I just know. I Look know at it's, Banner, Michael. It's it's pronounced okay. Whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lego Batman. I see Lego. Yes, Batman. and I hear we'll Batman. We'll go with well. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so he he had, he's like she's like you knew this was happening. He's like she's like he's gonna jump these cars. He's like oh man, who cares? <laughs> uh, and she's like you know what's wrong with you? he's like why do you hang out with these losers? Da 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 da. And she does. She's like you know what? Goodbye, Jonathan. Gets out of the and car. And she gets out of the car and she starts running away. And he's just up against the car going, babe, <laughs> wait, 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 babe. Babe, wait, wait, babe, 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 babe. <laughs> Camera's wait. slowly pulling away. <laughs> like it's just, she's she's run out of the car. She's run across the street. Another car is pulled up. Uh-huh. She's getting in it, and he's just staying in place <laughs> up against the car. Babe, like, babe. wait. And I love that they cut it the right in the middle. The edit is of that. right in the middle of the wait, and then we cut to the next. It's scene. so yeah. fucking funny. That's and comedy. I was curious, like, did, is that like along those same lines? Is that like almost go too long? No, you? and that's one of those jokes where. Uh, um, it 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 feels like it's going on too long, but then the longer it goes on, it becomes funny again. Yeah. But, but then you got to cut out before it stops not being funny for the yes. second time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's no rule. It's like you know, it's like what the senators say about porn. I don't know what it. I don't know. I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. 
Oh, and uh, that's how comedy is. There we go. You had no idea where I was going that's, with that's that. That's good. No, that's good. That's good. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, do you have any any other notes Let's on this movie? I really oh, don't know what. To... There is one other scene that I like, um, and again, it has nothing to do with the plot. It's just a quick little thirty second aside when uh, uh, Rod's going to do his his he's on uh, he's on one of those. It's not a skateboard, but Mo- he's like laying down, oh. going downhill. Oh, like the street luge. There you go. Board. So he's about to do that, and it's it's another stunt. And he's got his crew <laughs> around him, and uh, and he's I can't remember what he does to start it, but he's 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 doing a hard. Wh- and he's remember like, the safe word is whiskey. Oh, that's what it is, whiskey. And Kevin's like, why are you, why are you saying it like that? <laughs> why are you doing that? Doing what? <laughs> why am I doing? Why am what? I saying what what way? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's what it, is. it just goes on. Forget about it. I will. And again, I will forget about it. That's not one of those things. Like, you can't script that. Mm-mm. I mean, obviously, they had thought about it. They filmed the scene very intentionally. But, like, you, how do you write that in a script? Even as I was writing the note for my notes, I don't know. I was like, the the WH scene. The will. The will. The whiskey. The whiskey. The safe word is whiskey. Uh, no, this, I mean, the, the film cracks me up. Yeah, it's kept the, me laughing. The, the way that it looks, the way that it's presented, the way that it's directed. The way it makes the, me feel. The way it makes me feel. It really turns me on. And it is the small touches. It's the small character touches things that like you don't think of but then it reminds you of shit when you were growing up like kevin has to take the trash out so there's a scene where he's pulling the trash can out he walks off screen then he just comes fucking running into frame again <laughs> yeah. and like slam dunks the trash bag into the can i love that. he's like nailed it no, yeah, no. <laughs> he's ever trying to challenge himself with these stunts but they're the worst like it's the most mediocre shit that he's doing it's respectable though um what do you think, since it's like, I think we got we got through the notes yeah. on this thing, what do you think Hot Rod did right? Uh, I mean, it's, it, it, this movie set out to make you laugh. It's supposed to be a comedy, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's, uh, that's a very broad thing. Let me narrow it down. It, it's got a great cast. So yeah. not only do you have the Lonely Island guys, but you got all these SNL alums, you got Will Arnett, you got uh, uh, Parnell, Chris Parnell, I always forget his name. Isla Fisher is actually maybe the weakest moments. And and the thing actress. is, I don't think it's her fault because I think she's she's really funny. I just think it's the material she? she's given to work with. I don't know that oh, she yeah. is very I funny. I like her. I like her in Wedding Crashers. I think she's good in Wedding Crashers. But but she's she's not. I don't think she has. She's naturally comedic. I think she's Probably given funny not. roles. Yeah. But she's not just playing a straight person doing fun. Like Anna Faris. Anna is Faris. Funny. And who I, I compare her funny. to Anna Faris a lot. Yeah. Uh, did recast Isla, Isla Fisher no I didn't mm-hmm. I did not use her as my recast okay. I do think that the cast was really good in this and I think this is another situation where we were kind of I think we mentioned this not the podcast last podcast but maybe the one before mm-hmm. where we talked about Mickey Mouse Syndrome where everybody is funny right. everybody's interesting except for your main but even Rod is great like oh, Andy yeah. Samberg is great in this movie Like you're, but your supporting cast is so fucking good in this film. Bill Hader. I mean, Bill Hader, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. When, fucking, when Rod runs into that thing on the street luge, that same scene when Rod runs into it and this guy comes out, he's like, "God damn it, what the oh, hell is this?" I love that. And like Rico comes out of nowhere and just starts beating the hell out of him. He's like, "God damn it, I go to church every goddamn Sunday. You're gonna bring the demons out on me. I've had too much goddamn green tea." And he takes it. He's like, "This is my hat now. Totally my hat." Like he's just this fucking this this beast, and that's everybody. Everybody has this cool, distinct personality. Mm-hmm. I want to see this this world. I want to live in this world for a day. I want to be where the people are. What I think that this movie did right, I want to um, see for me mm-hmm. was it, it. There was definitely some talent in building the story visually from a visual standpoint. Even though there was full of non sequiturs, there's some cool stuff going on in here, and I thought there was a funny script. 
But then at the very end, I mean, you've got these bits where, you know, the some great camera angles, some great camera movements, some good editing going mm-hmm. on in here. There, there's a reason why these guys were really talented at creating the digital shorts on SNL. And you see that at work in this movie. Even though it's not the best marketed film, it's not the funniest movie I've ever seen, but it's a damn funny movie. Agreed. Um, but I love the way it looked. I was most impressed with like, wow, this is a very competent looking film. Yeah, yeah. As well as being funny. What did Hot Rod do wrong? Oh gosh, it's hard, man. Because it's it, I I judge the success of a film by what it is trying to do, and if it's a comedy, it's trying to make you laugh, and it made me laugh. So it's hard to it's hard to pick out one thing that it did wrong. Uh-huh. Um, maybe I'll say Sissy Spacek was wasted. Yeah, like why do you cast somebody like that and then not have? Maybe there's some stuff on the cutting room floor. Or she didn't have much to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, maybe it's maybe it's Isla Fisher. Maybe yeah. she's not really rising to the level of of her other. Uh, um, uh, actors, I could, see, I could see that. It's I, hard, man. I, I, I can't really. Comedies are one of those hard, those things that are hard to critique. Yeah, especially if it makes you laugh. Yeah, because then true. you just start nitpicking. Even if it looked like shit, which it doesn't. No, um, I, I'd forgive that. So. I, I think what what this movie, sure. what this movie did wrong for me, um, I think was just kind of a taking a plot. A very thin plot and stretching it maybe a little too far. Okay. Uh, you know, you've got the let's save Frank. We got to save Frank. And he's doing, you know, all these different stunts. I mean, we spend almost an hour of this movie of him doing different, like, just things to try to raise money. It isn't until, like, the last 10, 15 minutes where it's like, I'm going to jump all these buses. And then that, it, like, happens. Like, he's able to do it. And... We've basically wasted all this time. He's done all this stuff to to earn money, and then yeah. ends up having to give it back after destroying the projector in the guy's <laughs> car. Uh, so it just kind of seemed like, all right. In essence, even though it's a very fun and entertaining movie, very funny. Yeah. In essence, we've been spinning our wheels for a good hour. That's true. Until we get to the very end of That's it. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. It ha- it has a thin plot, but it's it's not. It's it's bobbing and weaving around mm-hmm. the plot because that's not the destination. The destination is your. Uh, your, your esophagus, your vocal cords. That's right. And and the thing it's is that it's also say. something that I can appreciate about this movie that it didn't try to end with some like lesson. Like a lot of times they'll still nope. try to throw like a lesson in the, right. these Will Ferrell movies. And they didn't. It was, you know, people are who they are. And there really isn't much of an arc for anybody in this film. People are people. So why should it be that you and I should get along so <laughs> awfully? Is that how it goes? Uh, I do love that it ends with like the fight. We get that final fight. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Right when you oh, my think, God. The, well, they've the been leading up to it the whole about, We didn't even talk about the beginning of that song <laughs> sequence <laughs> before, like, they start walking down the street. Like, Andy Samberg's doing his roadhouse, like, a kata, like, yeah. outside by the water. And there's a guy, like, and squeezing fisher, oil on There's a fisherman just kind of hanging out. And I think it's the same fisherman from Roadhouse that's hanging out watching Patrick Swayze. No because way. in the shot, like, they show a fisherman looking at Patrick Swayze. Yeah. But that's it. And then, like, Kelly Lynch comes out and is, like, kind of all hugging on him. But like this dude suddenly starts like rubbing, <laughs> oiling him down, oiling down, <laughs> and uh, like that's the random shit that I love. Yeah. Uh, all right. So if we were going oh, to shit, redo yeah. Hot Rod now, right? How would we recast that? Oh, I did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I did nine. I think I went deep on this one. I even went with Richardson. I did nine. I, did, I didn't recast Richardson. Interesting. Well, then you want to try ping pong it? Maybe we'll fill in the gaps. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll try to throw a Richardson in there. Okay. It, okay. Go ahead. Uh, well, my Richardson. Um, I also went with a minority, but I just wanted somebody who like had soup was excited and happy and had a lot of confidence, even though it wasn't deserved. And uh, I've been watching a lot of Parks and Rec recently, so maybe that's why I went with Aziz Ansari. Oh my god! But uh, he could totally be that Richardson role. Uh, I, I love at the end too when uh, when Rod's about to do the big stunt. <laughs> 
And Richard's in the, in the crowd. He said my name. Yeah, and he's, he's like, he knows my name. <laughs> so I like it as he's in sorry. In All right. Ball. So what I'm going to do for Richardson, uh-huh. uh, just a real quick recast, I'm going to go with Randall Park. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's fantastic. He's Kim Jong Il in yes. the interview. Or that Kim Jong Un. So and he was also, he's also in Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah, that's a good uh, show. Yeah, he's fantastic. He was also in Trainwreck. I, I saw Trainwreck recently. Who's he, he in Trainwreck? He plays one of uh, Amy Schumer's co workers at the magazine. Okay. All right. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I right. saw that movie, but I don't remember a minute. There you go. I'll so Randall again. Randall Park right. as Richardson for me. Randall Floyd. All right. So who you got You're next? In need of a serious attitude adjustment. I don't know what you, you better get your priorities straight. I don't know what you're doing right now. Daisy confused. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should do Dude, that. Dude, we probably should show. because I haven't I haven't seen it in forever. I've seen it once, I think. All right. Yeah. Uh, Will, twice. Will twice. Arnett. Jonathan. Douchey. Yes. Douchey boyfriend. Uh, couldn't you see Ryan Reynolds? Goodbye, Deadpool, Jonathan. Yes, doing I that could role? see that. That's a good recast. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Uh, I recast with Chris Pratt. Oh, interesting. He's never played a bad guy before. Not really, he? no. He's always kind of lovable oaf uh-huh. or incompetent. Yeah. Interesting. All right, how about the Danny McBride character? Rico. Yes. I recast with Tracy Morgan. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same. I went with uh, Adam Devine. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Bumper from the Pitch Perfect yeah. uh, movies. Yeah, no, I think that that's that's cool. I see. I'm just imagining Tracy Morgan's like, and I gave you this rock to represent <laughs> all of my hard work. Uh, that's my Tracy Morgan. That's guys. pretty good. All right, who do you have next? How about Bill Hader? Bill Hader, the Dave character. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you not recast the AM radio DJ? I didn't. Or PD? That's the one we're missing. I did. Who'd you do? Paul Rudd. Oh, that's good. I think Paul Rudd would. I think he'd be really good in that character. Hmm. Yeah. Who would I do? Who would you do? William H. Macy. There you go. All right. <laughs> the shoveler. Uh, exactly. Uh, uh, Bill Hader. Uh, how about, uh, you may not know this guy by name. His name is Martin Starr. He's yeah, from I know Silicon him. He was, Valley. He was in uh, Freaks and Geeks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's kind of very uh, He was Bill Haverchuck. Yeah. There you go. I, I love that. That's role. a good casting for that. Thank you. I went with James Franco as oh, Dave. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they have the same the same look. Yeah. Uh, Yoma Tacone. Yorma Tacone, the Kevin character? There you go. Okay. Uh, I kind of punted here and went with Michael Sarah. That was a hard one to recast That's not for bad. me. I went with Channing Tatum. Oh, because shit. I really wanted to see like this macho, like good-looking guy just like wearing subservient. like wearing like these the little boy pajamas and stuff. He was, he's like and like those weird shirts. It's like baseball, like not yeah. an actual team, but just like baseball singing yay. karaoke to his stuffed animals. Like he's wearing all these clothes that obviously belong to toddlers. It and he's ridiculous. And he's always got like the top button. That's right, his polo shirts buttons. Did you I cast like the parents? I did. I did. Oh, okay. uh, all right. I'm gonna do them as a as as a duo. Do that. Uh, Sissy Spacek and uh, Ian McShane uh, are the parents. And uh, speaking of Parks and Rec. I went with um, Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally. Okay, that's so Nick good. Nick Offerman is the uh, father. Just bringing it back around right, from Megan Mullally. Uh, I recast the mom character uh, with Marsha Gay Harden. That was just me oh, just kind of throwing a name in there, honestly. That's good. But she the father, J.K. Simmons. Ooh. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, they were in another film together. Oh, were they? Where he plays the father. To Andy Samberg, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, it's uh, shit. it's um, I do this every time. No, 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 no. I, I I remember what it is. It was um, uh, that's my boy. Was it that's my boy? Mm, that sounds familiar. I've only oh no, it's I love you, man. It's I love, it's, I love you, man. man. That's right. Yeah, because the other uh, uh, that's right. Well, the, it's it Paul Andy. Rudd's character. It wasn't like, Andy Samberg. My best guys. friend. No, it was Andy Samberg. Oh, he is. He was He's the gay the son. Other he was the other brother. Dude, they've got great chemistry. Like, there. My my best friend is your brother Danny and Frank Mardukas. 
Dude, did you see those pictures of him online getting all cut? No. Or um, he's in some Marvel movie coming up. J.K. No. Simmons? Yeah, yeah. Is he going to be J. Jonah Jameson again? No, no, no. no I don't think so. <laughs> Parker! I, I would forgive them if they recast him. Yeah, as that. he's, he was so good. He's the, one of the highlights of those movies. Yeah. All right, so who do we, who do we have next? <sighs> We've got Denise and I think Rod left. Yep, Isla Fisher uh, as Denise. I went with, uh, I wanted somebody short to okay. go along with my, my lead. So I went with Kate Mara. From the Fantastic Four movie and also from House of Cards. The most successful Fantastic Four movie ever. <laughs> Is it really? No. No. Oh. Uh, I recast Emma Stone. <laughs> oh, there you go. Character. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's easy to do. Okay. And that brings us to Rod. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg character. I went with Jay Baruchel. Oh, interesting. Oh, dude, that would have been great. I wanted yeah. somebody who kind of still fit him. From I've, This Is the I've End? Got to, I have to disclose that my original cast mm-hmm. uh, for, for Rod was <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> because he was Ghost Rider. Interesting. Wait, <laughs> but, what? but I ended oh, up going oh. with Jay Bear's song, so. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Uh, you do a little stunt. Ooh, stunt casting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> see what I did there? That's why we get paid the big bucks. That's folks. right. When? Uh, well, I didn't do that. I went with uh, Seth Green. Who oh, that's is somebody great. who uh, we watched Can't Hardly Wait. Uh-huh. Uh, you probably missed that podcast because, of, <laughs> because it ended up it not, never aired. We got 15 minutes. But, <laughs> There's uh, a 15 minute one. <laughs> but I loved uh, I loved Seth Green. That's somebody else who is like super confident or has this, this outward air of confidence yeah. when he has nothing to back it up. That's it's and, so uh, good. And he's a little short and I could see him having an inferiority complex because it. of it. I love it. He is my hot That's rod. great casting. Thank Who's you. directing yours? Shit. Oh, fuck. It's got to be somebody from, from SNL. Okay. Um, All right. uh, great. Robert Smigel. Uh, oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, I'm going to go with Jonathan Levine, who did The Night Before. So it's kind of oh. that, that style of comedy. Did you see that film? I did. It was okay. What did you think of it? It was okay. I, yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah, it wasn't. The, the trailers definitely made it to seem like way funnier than it was going to be. I, they, they did show a lot of the, the highlights in there. And yeah. I felt it was really long. Yeah, it was. Well, but, all uh, these comedies now are way too long. Yeah, it's because, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow is Edit blame. your movies, man. Dude. Uh, all right, so uh, if you have any thoughts of how you would recast Hot Rod or any thoughts about Hot Rod that we haven't touched on, yeah. you can always talk to us on Facebook. Put the editing bay in the search bar. Find that woman with the bleeding eyes. That's how you talk back to us. Uh, we also have a website. We sure do. It is www.editingbay.com. You can go there and find out all of our uh, everything you want to know about us. We've got pictures of us up there. We've got uh, links to our social networks. You can follow our Twitter handle, which, by the way, is at the editing bay, dude, we're almost at a hundred followers, which I know Holy doesn't shit. sound like a lot, but uh, for for the little podcast that could, we, we're getting up there. We should we probably keep, do a contest we, out we of it. We keep getting a couple of people, like once every couple of weeks, we keep getting some people on Facebook that, yes, that join us. Some and, new likes. I don't know how it keeps. I don't. Whatever you guys are doing, keep it up because the word is getting <laughs> thank out there. You for, thank you for listening. We didn't know. We we were surprised. We get ten people listening to this <laughs> exactly. podcast. Exactly. We thought we were just doing it for us. But, know, uh, right? So thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because we could. We, we should could, do a contest. We, we should do a contest yeah. for for our hundredth Twitter follower. So we're we're at eighty three as I'm recording this. Okay. See so if we can spread the word. Maybe get some of your friends. That's right. Uh, we will give you a, a blowjob. Joel <laughs> will give you a blowjob. <laughs> Actually, oh. I, I do have a little something to give away. That's um, right, you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got given away a long time ago, Joel. How about, how about you know what you want to give, give away, away the once. best man position for your wedding? Uh, ooh, you know, I you would let a listener be your best man. <laughs> be all my close personal friends, <laughs> and then just an editing bay and listener. the contest winner, and then Ryan Jenkins, our, our one <laughs> Twitter follower, <laughs> Garrett Dollar, will be your best man. Uh, no, um, but I have a uh, I have a Captain America Winter Soldier poster. That, That's uh, cool. Can be yours if you are a yeah. hundredth Twitter follower. So get go. that and our gratitude. <laughs> okay, that was odd. Do you remember uh, that from? Uh, 
is it Kentucky Fried Movie? No, it's see, I, I was immediately going to Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh. And tanks. <laughs> and tanks. You're, You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> uh, all right. So if you get us on your podcasting device, like if you get us on your Apple device, rather, uh, go to the podcasting app and put in the uh, Next Wave Radio in that search function. It's going to bring up all of our Next Wave Radio shows, which ironically right now is just... One. Just us. <laughs> it's just the editing bay. Uh, we still need to talk with Danny and Matthew and find out if uh, what's going to go on with we that. We the equipment now. That. We do have the equipment. Uh, but, but yeah, go uh, do that and find the editing bay. And while you're there, give us a five-star review and a rating, a five-star rating and a review, rather. Man, I'm backwards on everything here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just uh, let us know. Let us know what you like about the show and then recommend it to your friends. We would really appreciate that. And then when you're done with that, check out the uh, the other shows that we have. We've got the backlog of My Comic Life oh, yeah. with Jeff and Sam. If you missed the last couple years of that show or of a game of thrones they do nice recaps for for that matter you could check out the backlog of 8-bit gladiators oh dude a podcast that i i started back in the day which maybe we could start up again dude i've i've been playing a lot of video games we need to talk some video games you and i need to go to that arcade yeah we do free play yes we do they have tron there amazing they have tron and just this last weekend they brought back ninja turtles tmnt four players Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Uh, And then we've also got my comic, or not my comic life. We have MVP, the most valuable podcast with Mm -hmm. Matthew and Danny talking about sports and sports entertainment. We got to come up with a schedule for them, but you can check out the backlog of that show. Oh my God, I can barely talk. Now we've got to go from this to rehearsal. Speaking of Batman. Speaking, how's that going, by the way? It's going okay. We're going to be opening up on the 17th. For anybody who doesn't know, a couple years back, I did a uh, an original piece called Batgirl the First Lesson, which was supposed to be a lead-in to a comic adaptation I did of something called The Killing Joke. Mm. Uh, and uh, and then I did The Killing Joke in 2013, and now we've kind of got the band back together. We're going to do both of them as one complete piece. Nice. Uh, and ironically, we're doing it a month before The Killing Joke animated movie is released on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's funny uh, how that works out. So there we it's go. It's almost like you planned it that it's way, Joe. almost like I planned it, but we open at the Margot Jones Theater on the 17th. We're going to have late night showings uh, at on the 17th, 18th, the 24th, and the 25th. Wow. Uh, and you can get more information on that on Facebook. We've got an event page set up. Uh, it's Batgirl, the first lesson in The Killing Joke. Yep, I just liked it today. We also have an Indiegogo campaign that's still going for what? a few days uh, if you want to help us. In fact, the way I set it up, even if you, if you don't donate that's basically your way of buying tickets that's a nice way to do so, it. so yeah everybody who donates will basically get tickets to the show it's just that you'll get different perks yeah. uh you know five dollar donation obviously gets you a seat to the show of your choice mm-hmm. depending on seat availability and then each higher level obviously will take priority over the lower ones oh. of like what we'll be able to seat you at uh but then the higher levels you get like a picture with the cast nice you, can, you know it'll be part of like a group picture <laughs> but then you know a higher level is uh you get a picture with like the 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 actors playing batgirl batman and the joker and oh. Costume. Which they're great, by the way. Yeah. I saw those clips you put on. on it's fun. YouTube, yeah, I've been today. I've been posting clips of like some of our rehearsals, some mm-hmm. behind the scenes stuff. At what level do I have to uh, flate somebody? Uh, Is that part of the contest too? <laughs> no, Are we no. But if out you my do services? donate a thousand dollars, that's yeah. a protector of Gotham City level. Uh, you do get a night on the town with Batman and the Joker. Did you spell night with we, a K? Yes, I no, I didn't. <laughs> oh. I did not. That's so clever. And I fucking I fucked up on that. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so we've got the the Killing Joke and Batgirl: The First Lesson coming back. Margot Jones theater in dallas 17th 18th 24th and 25th be there or be square that's right so what are we doing next week i will be there well um joe i i had a i had a i had a list that i was uh looking over just as we were doing this uh this record here trying to figure out oh what should we do should we do this we could do this but i'm gonna call an audible uh i'm inspired by what you said earlier and the recommendation that i was given so i think 
We should watch Dazed, Dazed and, and Confused. Confused. Fantastic. We'll talk about it because there's tons to talk about in that movie. I love it. I've seen it so many times. We prob- I probably don't even need to watch it again, but I will because that's how much I love it. <laughs> and uh, you need to as well. And uh, listeners, you can as well. So prepare for next week's episode. Hopefully uh, this one doesn't get lost as well uh, <laughs> and we'll improve on the sound uh, quality. We'll get some dampeners in here it's, so there's yeah. not so much of an echo. Yeah. But, um, and we'll uh, be able to kind of clear some of this out a little bit. In fact, I kind of like it. Clear- it adds to the ambiance. Clearing it. It's the bed. The bed and no, the shelf. The, the rain core you have behind Thanos shelf. Who is that? Is that a raincore? No. no. Oh, oh, I don't know what that is. That came with the uh, <laughs> Disney Infinity, the Avengers no. set. He looks like a raincore, but Let's he's... Let's call him raincore. But he's fighting the Avengers. And we got Link and... <gasps> I didn't even notice Samus. it. Look at Robbie the Robot. Rob the Robot. You got fucking the Mega Man. <laughs> Dude, no. Keep all this shit up. Yeah, Wally This is World. good. This is good for radio. No, sorry. <laughs> close, your mo- close your eyes, guys. Unless you're driving. Don't close and your imagine, eyes. And imagine this wonderful place. Yeah, Ryu from Street Fighter 2. It's pronounced Ryu. Or is it Ryu? Ryu. Wow. His name was Ryu, Ryu and he dances in Shadaloo. Harukan. Troopers. <laughs> no. I have received no. no. Okay, so guys, we'll see you next week. Going to be talking about Richard Linklater's Dazed and Confused yeah. right here on the Editing Bay. Jeff, thank you so much. Thanks, Stuart. Joel, always a pleasure. <laughs> thank you. We'll catch you next week, guys. Thanks. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.